We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Hello, hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Positively Real Podcast. Yo, host, you know who it is, Brittany King. What's up? How are you feeling? It is the last Tuesday of January, the beginning of the year, the launch pad into 2022. So I'm going to be straight up with you. I have had so much resistance to record this episode. I've had this plan for quite some time. And as you've gotten to know me, or you already know me and you listen to the show, I always share my experience because I'm doing this work alongside with you. And it's so interesting. Like I have had so much resistance and I, and I sat down and I'm like, why am I resisting doing this work? Like work that I love. Like I love recording these podcasts. I can't even tell you how much joy it brings me to sit here and think about the person that needs to hear whatever I'm sharing today. And I've had so much resistance and I've been putting together episodes and getting things ready because I am about to transition into maternity leave. And it's just a wild different time in my life, something that I've never experienced before. So I have been inviting in a lot of grace, but I've also had a lot of resistance to, again, something that I love doing so much. And when I sat down to really think about why, the irony is this episode is all about commitment. (laughs) And this is such a perfect example of like really what commitment is. But before I even talk about commitment, I wrote down my notes for today that I really wanted to touch on. And I talk about decision-making, constraint, and the importance of commitment. And I think I have felt resistance because I have not, I've had the most decision fatigue that I've ever had in my life. I'm focusing on a bajillion different things at once. So my brain feels like a little jumbled mess and I'm having a hard time just committing to one thing at a time. It's just so fascinating. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because I never want to position myself in a place of like a pedestal. Like I never want you to listen to this show and be like, oh, she has it all figured out because spoiler alert, no one has it all figured out. And sometimes we have a good stride and momentum and sometimes we don't. And I share this with you because I want to share my experience of how I got back into a place of commitment, following through with the things that I say I'm going to do for myself and how to focus my energy. So I know that I've been challenged by this and and experienced a lot of resistance for a reason. And it's always to share my process of getting back into the space that I need to in order to continue to move forward. And wherever you are at in your life, whatever your circumstances, this can be applied to any area of your life as well. And the reason I wanted this episode to go live today is because it's the end of the month. And if you've been following along with these episodes, I have been helping get set up for this month, right? Like January 1st is just another day of the week. And these episodes were really designed to help you create the space to start thinking about what you really want for your 2022. And hopefully you spent a little time doing that. And maybe it was just getting focused on like, 
what you want, like just you, like what, like what would make this year a complete and total win for you? And I'm hoping these episodes kind of have helped you tap into that and create that emotional space to attract whatever it is that you want and kind of it's giving you that runway. So today's episode going live the last Tuesday of the month will give you a whole week to really sit down with the this concept today of commitment and get aligned with what you truly want for yourself. So in this episode, I'm going to talk a lot about um, decision-making and what my experience has been with decision-making and constraint and then the importance of commitment. Because in order for you to create the life that you want, to take the step towards the person that you want to become, you have to be committed. There is no other way. And let me tell you, commitment is hard. It's so much easier to blow ourselves off. And when we blow ourselves off, we send the wrong message and we lose self-trust with ourselves, and we lack self-confidence and it just perpetuates this negative cycle. And I want to help you stay far, far, far away from that. <clears throat> so let's start with decision making. Oh my gosh. So I just want you to know if you're having a hard time deciding what you want this year, you're wasting your time. <laughs> I'm going to say this again. Indecision is one of the biggest wastes of time in your life. And this has to do with decision before it's been made and the indecision that happens after. When we stay in the space of I don't know, we kind of are like, okay, well, you know, it's comfortable. Like it it seems innocent, right? It seems innocent to say, I don't know. But this is exactly what keeps you from fulfilling your dreams and ultimately your destiny, like what you are on this earth here to do. So take a moment, think about it. All the decisions you have made in your life has literally created your reality. Making decisions is how you cultivate your own power. And guess what? It's all generated from within. So you're going to have to make some decisions this year to create the life that you want. You have to be very intentional about the decisions that you make. And when you make a decision, it's more than just deciding. You also have to have your own back when you make a decision. Because think about it. You make a decision. Let's say they're like, you want chocolate or vanilla? And you say you want vanilla, but you really want a chocolate. And then your brain rallies against you (laughs) because you actually wanted something different. And now you're beating yourself up for making the wrong choice, right? When your brain rallies against you, it's just trying to protect you. So in the terms of growth, like when you make a decision and you have your own back, you know that whatever you decided was exactly what you needed to do in that moment. So making a true decision means committing to achieving a result and removing any other possibility. So when we make a decision and then we're stuck in indecision, indecision, I don't know, is just another cover up for fear. When we stay in that unconscious place and say that we don't know, A, we block in our wisdom and B, we're just saying that we're afraid of making the wrong decision. And the reason why this is so funny is because my brain has been split. I've never had a harder time making decisions in my life. I've had to make decisions about strollers, car seats, breast pumps, 
things that I have never thought about before in my life. And the indecision that I have experienced is out of control. And it's like all this fear of making the wrong decision because I don't know what would be the best thing because this is all new. And then you go ahead and ask your, you know, your your circle of of people that you trust. And then it either sends you into a whole different tizzy of indecision or you just make a choice based off of what they've said. But ultimately it comes down to trusting myself to know whatever decision I make is going to be the right one in that moment. And if I have to make another decision later on, getting a different breast pump or a different stroller or bottle or whatever, that it's okay. And I have my own back through the process. And I'm laughing as I speak this out loud because it seems so silly, but it's not about the circumstance, which would be buying baby stuff, things that I've never had to think about before. It's just the thoughts that I have. Like, why am I so afraid of making the wrong decision? And not having my own back. Like if I make the wrong, quote unquote, wrong decision, what am I making that mean about myself? So this is important. <laughs> I'm talking about baby stuff, but like in terms of you and the vision that you have for yourself this year and the goals that you have, the result that you want, you have to remove the possibility of that result not happening. So the hardest step to achieving the results that you want is making the commitment. I can't say this enough. If you don't make the commitment, it's not going to happen. The stronger your commitment is to your decision, the more energy, motivation, inspiration, all of that good feel good energy you will have to follow through. So that's the key right there. The stronger your commitment, the more energy you're going to have to follow through because the emotions create the actions which ultimately create the results. So if you decide ahead of time and then visualize what you want, over and over and over and over and over and over again, your brain's not going to have to make a decision in a moment. So if you spend time creating your vision, you know, using law of attraction, all the things that I've been talking about this month, you're already playing it out in your brain like it's already happened. And like you've been learning, or if you're new to this, your brain doesn't know the difference between a desire and reality. So if you are spending time visualizing and creating this result that you want, when you get to the place where you have to make decisions, it's already done. You just make the decision and you move on and you don't waste time. Like that's the thing. I I hate wasting time. And indecision is the biggest time waster. Let me tell you from firsthand experience, I have wasted a ton of time with indecision this month. So the key here is programming a new thought pattern that produces a different feeling and action and ultimately a result. The more you set up your decisions ahead of time, the less reactive you'll be in the moment. So if you just leave it up to chance of like, oh my God, I have a decision to make. Is it right or wrong? It gets really tricky. But if you plan ahead of time and you honor your decisions, you will get better at it. You've practiced it. And if you do this in one area of your life, it will improve in all other areas of your life. I promise you that. I promise you that. I'm like still giggling about the indecision I've experienced this month. But what I have done is set a timer scheduled it. And I said, this is the amount of time I'm going to spend researching and I'm not going down a rabbit hole. And it really has helped me like bring it back. So that's the next thing I'm going to get into is constraint. But I want you to think about this. If you're struggling with indecision, some questions I want you to think about are, what are you having trouble deciding on and why? Why are you having a hard time deciding? What do you think will happen if you fully commit to this decision. Okay. 
I want you to really think about those two questions. And then the last question I want you to think about and journal it out, write it out. How can you fully commit to the decisions you've already made? So if you made a decision and you kind of find yourself waffling, check back in with why you made that decision and have your own freaking back. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean anything about your value. It doesn't mean anything about your worth. It just means you made a decision. And what's so great is you can decide again. One of my favorite things that my coach always says is like when when she hears people that, you know, she's coaching need um, help making a decision, she's like, it sounds like you're saying I'm sitting in the chair and I want to stand up and I can't get up. <laughs> and she's like, just stand up. Just get up. It's not that hard, right? You just make a decision, have your own back, and when you have to make another decision, you make another decision and you have your own back, and that is literally the process. You don't need to waste time in indecision. All right, so that's a little bit about decision-making. So if you're having a hard time deciding what you want for your 2022, just choose what's calling to you. Have you created the space to tap into your heart and pay attention to what it is that you really want? You know, what is going to make you feel so empowered by the end of the year. Spend time right there if you are having a hard time making a decision, okay? Okay, so now we're going to talk about constraint because, again, I was talking about indecision in terms of baby stuff. Now we're going to talk about constraint. So when you are giving your focus to all these different areas. Let's say you have five or six areas that you're giving your focus to and you're only giving 10% in each of those areas. You're not giving 100% in one or two. And this is a problem because it has your brain being split and that's exactly what I've experienced. I am focusing on setting myself up for maternity leave so I can be present in this new transition in my life, but also making sure that what I'm doing in my business doesn't just fall off because I care so deeply about my mission and the people that I work with and the people that I have yet to work with. So I have these different areas and my focus is split. And, you know, one area, it's incredibly intense because it's all this newness, things that I've never had to think about before. And another area is something that I'm also unchartered territory is like stepping away and taking time off from something that I am so deeply connected to. So it's very interesting because I have all these different areas, let alone the areas of like focusing on my um, mental, emotional, spiritual health and my family and my friends and all these different things, right? So when you're giving all of your focus to all these different areas, you're just not giving 100% in one area. And so constraint is a limitation that you put on yourself that simplifies your life, okay? Now I know limitation might be one of those buzzwords that that don't, doesn't sit well with you. Um, restriction also might not be a great word to use. But when we think of constraint, I just want you to think of focus. And the reason why focus, constraint, is so important is because it reduces overwhelm. And it helps make decisions so much easier. Constraint is basically a rule that you set up 
for yourself that helps you decide ahead of time. When you constrain your attention to one thing, you can be laser focused and disciplined with your mind. So what I have found is when I focus on one thing, I have way more discipline in my thinking and my productivity goes through the roof. So when I was creating my program, it was like, that was my one thing. I was focusing on that because that was the constraint. But then the other things that I was focusing on fell by the wayside because wherever your focus goes, your energy flows too. Constraint really helps you preserve that energy. And what's so great is when you (laughs) are focused on one thing, it eliminates decision fatigue. And I have really felt this because I have some severe decision fatigue with all of this new baby stuff. So when you decide ahead of time where you're going to focus your energy, you don't have to make unnecessary decisions. The fewer decisions that you have to make, the more willpower and discipline that you will have for other things. Now, I can feel you feeling resistant to constraint because you like to have your options open. And I totally get that, right? If you don't have your options open, there's FOMO, right? You might miss out on something. But... (laughs) Keeping your options open can be a huge mistake because let's be real, there's too many options. So as you make your decision of what your focus is going to be this year and you constrain yourself to one area, it frees up your mind to focus. And when you free up your mind to focus, that's when you can tap into your creativity and you can start to think in a bigger way of how to solve your problems and and create the results that you want with your life right? So this is going to be so helpful because if you can constrain your focus this year, you are going to produce so many results opposed to if you're choosing all these different areas. When you make your a decision for yourself ahead of time, overwhelm doesn't exist. Now I'm laughing because overwhelm is just that emotion that is constantly following me. I indulge in that emotion all the time. And I always say this with overwhelm. It's like putting gas. It's like putting Coca-Cola in a gas tank. You're filling it with something, but it's not taking you anywhere. Overwhelm stops us dead in our tracks. When I feel overwhelmed, I'm like, I can't. And so what I do is I just go eat something instead. So when you take away all of the options, it reveals your ability to make decisions and keep that commitment to yourself. It reveals how your relationship is with yourself and how willing you are to honor the commitment you've made to yourself. So when you decide ahead of time what you're going to do and your plan and you and you know that it's it's done, it's like already planned out, it's going to happen. It is so much easier to keep the commitments to yourself. So the more you honor the commitments to yourself, the higher your self-esteem and self-confidence will be. This is a fact. The more you honor the commitments to yourself, the higher your self-esteem and self-confidence will be. You will feel so much better about yourself. And constraint is the way to do that. When you are able to focus on a very few things at a time, you're going to be able to honor. And when you can honor your commitments, you are telling yourself, hey, uh, this and I freaking matter. If you keep blowing yourself off, you're sending the wrong message. You're saying, hey, I don't freaking matter. And that's not what you want to do. I know that's not what you want to do. That's why you listen to the show. You want to find a way to 
feel better about yourself and where you are in your life because you're exactly where you, my friend, are supposed to be. I was um, listening to Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Lights, for the third time. I freaking love, love, love that book. If you have not listened to Green Lights, oh, you got to. I'm telling you, you have to listen to it. It is phenomenal. But anyway, I'm going to kind of butcher what he said, but it. <laughs> I remember listening to it again. I was like, oh my God, this is real resonating with me, hardcore. But basically, he was talking about all these different areas of his life. Um, he had a production company, a record label. He had a family. He was doing acting um, and then his health and, and wellness and all of that. And he was said he was, you know, got a call from his production agency and didn't want to answer it. His company that he started and he had this moment where he's like, I'm giving, you know, B minus work in all of these different areas. And there was too many things that were open. And so he literally called and his, um, I don't know who it was, but someone that works for him and shut down the production company. And he really wanted to simplify and redefine what was most important so he could turn all those areas into A's and 100%. So he went from focusing on five to six things to two things and things really increased and improved in his life. And I totally butchered that. So please listen to the book because he tells it in such a beautiful poetic way. Um, But it, you know, the underlying message just like cut me at my core because I was like, oh, I feel that dude. And I'm really excited because I'm kind of in this space of you don't want to say burn it all down because I'm not burning it all down, but like I'm, I'm being reborn in a way. I'm birthing a human in a couple of weeks. And I think that also comes with birth, birthing a new version of myself. And I'm excited to look at everything that I've been doing and not start over, but like, I mean, kind of start over like the habits and the things and the systems and everything I have in place. It's, it's not going to be the same because there's going to be a little human that I'm responsible for. So I know that it's not going to be the same and I don't know what it's going to be yet because I have to meet this version of myself. So I'm kind of excited to take a step back and reevaluate and stop the things that just aren't working for me anymore that I'm just doing because I'm doing them. So I'm very excited to bring constraint back into my life because I know when I focus on one thing and I go all in, it benefits all other areas of my life. So I'm sharing this with you because you might have a lot of things. You might have a nice long list of things that you want for this year, but let's simplify. Let's simplify. Let's eliminate and simplify right now. Okay. Look at the things that you want. Look at the vision you have and just get super duper clear. One or two things to focus on this year. All that other stuff will most likely benefit from those other, you know, if you focusing in. And that's what I want you to think about. It's like, which of these things is going to help all these other areas of my life constrain, reduce overwhelm? You'll thank me later. Okay. So we've talked about decision-making, yeah, And we've talked about constraint. Amazing. Are you super stoked to focus your energy? Because I know I sure am. Now let's talk about commitment. So we've talked about how decision-making and constraint 
really play into the importance of commitment. But now that we're here and you have made a decision and you're focusing in on one area, I want you to really let this sink in because the difference between people who get results and the people who don't is the level of their commitment. There are people who will say, I'm going to try this. They have a much different experience than the people that say, I'm committed to getting this result no matter what. Do you know that difference? Do you feel that difference? Like when you're committed to getting a result, no matter what, that means you're willing to feel discomfort. You're willing to feel failure. You're willing to feel rejected because when you're committed to getting a result, no matter what, you're going to keep taking action until you get the result that you want. Are you going to get that result in one try? Absolutely not. And if you do, then you got to look at what goal you set for yourself because if things are likely to happen, there's no point in wasting your energy on just like you know, low hanging fruit goals. You want goals that are going to stretch you and make you evolve into the next version of yourself, not low hanging fruit. Don't waste your time on shit. That's just going to happen. Okay. So I really want you to think about this. If you are fully committed, you are going to take massive action. The good thing about making a commitment is it's only broken when you quote unquote fail and not the way that you think failure is. Not the way you think failure is, is like not, you know, trying something and then not getting the result. That's not failure. You only fail if you quit. Okay. You only fail if you quit. When you are taking consistent action, you are still in the game, my friend. It doesn't matter how long it takes as long as you keep showing up. You have to show up. Now, this is going against maybe how you are currently doing things, right? Sometimes we take action, we don't get a result, we give up. We're like, okay, wasn't for me, let's move on. Now, that's totally normal because this is probably your current way of being, right? You have well-established patterns and your brain likes that. Your brain likes to know what is happening and it likes the familiar. So in order to change that, you have to not run away from discomfort. You have to expect it and move towards it, okay? So the way that you move towards the discomfort is relying on your commitment. Like, what are you committed to? Be committed, feel the discomfort, and take action anyway, right? When you're growing, that means that you are committed to doing the work, including the work that requires you to look at your beliefs about yourself and your ability, your capabilities, and your self-worth. So... I want you to think about what you want for your 2022. Why do you want it? Why do you want this goal? It's the end of the year. Why do you want to achieve this goal? And if you don't achieve the goal, what will happen? If you don't achieve it, what discomfort will you feel? Will it be worth it? So when you think about why you want this for yourself, want you to really spend time reflecting. Like, what is your exact commitment? What are you committed to and why? So that why, why is that deep rooted heart center behind all of the actions you take? So if your why is flimsy, if it's like, because I just like, let's say you have a goal to lose weight. 
And you're like, because I just want to look good in my jeans. That might work for a hot minute, but chances are it's not going to anchor you. You're not going to feel very rooted in that when you're out to eat with your girlfriends and there's a bruschetta board and there's some wine and you're sitting there and you're white knuckling and it's the end of the night and then you have this thought of like, oh, whatever. It's not that big deal. It's just one bite. It's just one drink. And then you give in because your commitment of wanting your jeans to fit is just not compelling enough. Your why has to be so so strong. Your why has to be so anchored. And if it's not, that commitment is out the door. So your commitment and your why, they go hand in hand. So what is your commitment and why are you committed to it? Now, this is all very important as you embark on the rest of your year. Because if you are uncomfortable in this process, that means that you are doing it correctly. Okay discomfort is the currency of your dreams. If you want to create amazing results in your life, you are going to have to grow. And growing stretches us. It pushes us beyond our current capacity. That's why we do it. When we grow, we become the next best version of ourselves. Now, in order to grow though, you have to get uncomfortable. There's no way around it. You're not growing if you're comfortable. Let me tell you. You are not growing if you are comfortable. So you have to be willing to do the work to challenge your current way of thinking. Now, when you shift your current way of thinking and your desired way of thinking, it's going to be really uncomfortable because you have two conflicting thoughts going at the same time. You experience that cognitive dissonance. And this is sometimes what we call the river of misery because we're kind of going back between these two lands that we want, one that we want to be on and one that we're used to be on. And it's super uncomfortable. It's very miserable and it's hard. It doesn't feel amazing. But the good news is if you stay in the work, it doesn't last forever. And the reason why is because you could do hard things. You can question your thoughts. You can do hard things. You know it, Glennon Doyle. When it comes to goal setting, when it comes to creating this vision for your life, Dan Sullivan teaches a concept called the four C's, which stand for commitment, courage, capability, and confidence. So basically what this means are that the people who accomplish their goals are willing to move through these four areas. So when you have a goal in mind, like weight loss, for example, the first thing that we have to do is commit, right? Like I've talked about that. You have to commit. And that goes back to what I was saying is committing no matter what and being willing to take any action necessary and to feel any emotion that comes up. I think that's the biggest difference between people that get results and people that don't is they're willing to feel the uncomfortable emotions that arise. So when we have commitment, it also comes with courage. And courage is very important because courage is that emotion that has you showing up even though you're uncomfortable. You know, I think people think about courage and glamorize it and think that it like feels good. It's the exact opposite. Courage does not feel amazing. Courage is quite uncomfortable, but that's how you know that you're on the right path. Because if a goal is worth accomplishing, if it's going to stretch you and expand your current potential, 
you're going to feel uncomfortable as you work towards it. There's no way around it. So you have to have courage to show up to still feel uncomfortable and still take action anyway. This is very important. So when you're uncomfortable and you're showing up with courage regardless, that discomfort is a sign that you're on the right track. It's a sign that you're growing, you're expanding, and you're in you're on that path to the next best version of yourself. Okay. So once we display courage and we keep showing up regardless of how uncomfortable it is, we will be able to develop our skills that increase our capability. And then when we increase our capability, we become more confident. That's a part of the skill, right? That's a byproduct. So you can see you work your way through these four C's. This is the recipe. You make a commitment, you have the courage to show up that increases your capabilities, which ultimately increases your confidence. Confidence, self-confidence is a skill. It is a skill that you can learn by feeling the difficult emotions, having your own back. That's how this all works. You see how it all ties together. So expect that when you start taking action on this goal, this vision that you have for yourself for 2022, that it will most likely not feel great. But this uncomfortable experience does not mean anything's gone wrong, okay? In fact, it means that you're heading in the right direction. You just have to remind your brain of that. So I want you to think about this. Like if discomfort is necessary to achieving this goal in 2022, are you willing to feel the discomfort? Are you willing to feel it? And not just like, yeah, totally. Like it's it's not, it doesn't feel good. Let me tell you, this is not feel good. But you know what feels worse is staying the same. So If you're willing to feel it, I want you to think about how your human experience would be different if you viewed your discomfort as a sign that you were on the right track. What if you saw the discomfort as a green light instead of a red or yellow light? Mmm. Mmm, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, I love that guy so much. So... (laughs) I just want you to sit with those questions today. You have a whole week before February 1st. Don't don't skip out on this work. Make that commitment, okay? In your moments of making decisions, your destiny is shaped. Making a decision means committing to achieving the result and removing any other possibility. Removing any other possibility. Commit. You have to commit. Stay in this commitment, make the decision, have your own back. And I promise you, you will be amazed at what you create this year. You just go all in, focus in that energy. Okay. So I feel like I dropped a lot of nuggets on you today. (laughs) Oh, I want you to take a moment to reflect on this episode Think about what you want for your 2022, what your commitment actually is, and how you're going to have your own back, okay? Don't make promises to yourself that you're not going to keep. Don't dishonor your commitments. Don't give up on things that you have committed to. You have to draw the line. We are so used to blowing ourselves off because no one, quote unquote, sees but us. (laughs) And we are the most important person in our life. So I want you to make a promise, a declaration with me. I will make a commitment and I will follow through. I will not make a commitment to myself that I will not keep. Make fewer commitments to yourself and then follow through on those commitments no matter what. All right, my friend, that's all I got for you today. Let me know what your biggest takeaway is. Let me know how I can help and support you. 
I, this is the first step in the mind over matter method is the commitment is like, why are you committed to doing this program? Why have you invested in yourself in this way? We have to know what we're committed to. So do this work before diving into the action steps of creating the goal. This is very, 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 very important. I appreciate you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. If you're listening to this episode and you are local in Phoenix and want to come to a all day kind of like day retreat in my backyard. We are doing a vision quest plus goal setting workshop. Two-parter day retreat is kind of what I'm imagining, envisioning it to be, but we're going to spend the first half doing a strategic vision for our 2022. And then the second half is creating an action plan to get there. Um, really focusing in on one area to go all in on. So everything we've talked about in this episode. So if you're local and you want to attend, send me a DM on Instagram. Um, I'll let you know if there's any spots available. I think that there's a couple of spots left. So maybe it's calling to you. All right, my friend, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful for a little review or any feedback. I love hearing from you when you leave a review. It helps spread this message and I'm just so grateful for the time that we get to spend together. All right, until next time, remember to love yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine because you're so worthy of it, my friend.